Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Dono. Bring it on on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Our good pal Jazz Santana covers the Miami Hurricanes on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Jazz, first and foremost... I'm getting excited hearing all these rumblings about Jason Taylor. Do you think he's going to end up being added to Mario's staff? Well, first of all, what's up, Donald? Uh, pleasure to be hey. on the show again. And, and by the way, I really can't wait for nothing against you. I love you. You're the best that ever does it on the, on the radio. But can't wait to hear Blue back on the radio also, man. Same. Um, so we're really happy for his speedy recovery. But uh, I'm getting excited too, right? Uh, <laughs> although I think that, you know, we kind of need to take a step back. I don't know if, if it's going to be in the position or in the role that a lot of people think he will be in. And plus there's also rumblings that he's got other ventures and other things that he wants to do besides coaching. And obviously he's in the booth uh, covering the Dolphins um, as well. So, uh, I mean, yeah, look, listen, it would be an amazing addition to this team, uh, you know, to the staff already. Uh, and how monstrous it is as it is. So imagine getting a guy, a Hall of Famer, who, you know, one of the best defensive ends to ever do it, to come in and possibly coach the defensive ends. That would be absolutely unreal. And the kids can still relate to a guy like that because he is, you know, he was, I'm not sure if he still is, coaching, you know, at St. Thomas. And so he's got relationships with kids already, you know. And then just going to the college ranks would be, you know, a great opportunity. I just don't know if it's going to happen um, in that specific role. It could be a different type of role. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, like uh, some of the buzz from Barry Jackson's piece, you know, he mentioned, just to kind of throw these out there, he said he didn't know for sure what it would be if he does get hired, but he did mention potentially analyst or consultant. Uh, The way that I look at it, I'd love to have him on the staff no matter what. And also, like you mentioned, uh, his his recent experience at St. Thomas Aquinas uh, I would imagine that could only mean great things for recruiting, right? Because that that would give Miami seemingly a, a direct pipeline to a school that produces a ton of talent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the pipeline of St. Thomas hasn't really been there um, in the last few years, I would say. Uh, you know, he was also, you know, rumored to be up for um, the head coaching position at American Heritage, which obviously went to, uh, to someone else now. But... Uh, I mean, the pipeline to St. Thomas and to high school football altogether uh, would just get that much stronger. You know, you already brought in a guy like Roland Smith um, and, uh, you know, some of the other analysts um, that came in as well. Now add add a guy like uh, um, Jason Taylor into the mix, and that would be huge. Although, uh, you know, there may be some, you know, I guess some rules, you know, where he couldn't 
you know, specifically recruit if he's in an off the field role. I, you know, uh, that kind of yeah. gets all mixed up for me. But but it's still it's still a presence, right? He's still there, kind of like Ed Reed, right? Ed Reed is still there. So to have another guy like that, another Hall of Famer on staff, that that'd be pretty pretty exciting. Joined here by Jazz Santana, covers the Miami Hurricanes college football on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Does an awesome job on the Six Rings show, which streams on Wednesday night. You know, some of the other coaching moves that have been made. Let me start with uh, one of the more recent ones, and that's Charlie Strong coaching the linebackers. I mean, if, if you had told me, you know, a few weeks ago or a month ago before Kevin Steele got the defensive coordinator job, if you had told me, hey, we're bringing in Charlie Strong to be a D.C., I would have thought, hey, that's a tremendous hire. They end up getting a guy with extensive head coaching experience and even NFL assistant coaching experience to be the linebackers coach. I mean, Jazz, how is Cristobal doing this? Because I, I could look at a guy like Frank Ponce and say he, he might be overqualified to be a quarterback's coach. Charlie Strong certainly seems to be overqualified to be a linebacker's coach right now. Like, uh, what is this magic elixir? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Mario does it. And, and Donald, I mean, you nailed it, right? Like we, we actually did mention his name before uh, Kevin Steele got hired as a possible defensive coordinator, right? And then it went from, well, he might be a co-defensive coordinator with Kevin Steele. With an, and he may have that tag now as co-defensive coordinator. I think that that's for, for other reasons. I think he's really going to focus in on the linebackers. But how exciting is it to have – two of the top defensive coordinators that have ever coached at that position in college football, not only coaching these kids, but now recruiting because Charlie Strong is, is known as one of the, you know, the best recruiters out there as well. He did an amazing job at all his stops, really Louisville, Florida, um, uh, anywhere. I mean, he was, here's the thing, right? Like he was the linebackers coach in the NFL right now. Yep. <laughs> with yep. Jacksonville. It's not like, you know, this is a slouch that's just coming in and was a defensive coordinator at a college. And no, no, he was in the NFL. We brought him over. Uh, I know a lot of things changed in Jacksonville, but still, I mean, that, you know, those linebackers over in Jacksonville were no, you know, were pretty, pretty darn good anyway. So, uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a boss move. It's a, it's a big time move. It's, and this is what you need to do to be able to compete with these, you know, these SEC programs, the Bama's and the Georgia's and, you know, uh, Florida's and, and even, you know, Ohio State's and, you got You have to do these type of type of things. You have to hire these kind of guys to be able to come in here and develop these players and recruit the way that you need to in order to be competitive against some of these other teams. So it's it's really exciting. I mean, him coming in and coaching the stable linebackers that we have there because we know that they have underperformed. I guess I don't really want to say that there's no talent there because I think there is talent at the linebacker position for Miami. It's just a matter of getting the best out of them, developing them. And making them perform to their, uh, you know, to their highest potential. You know, and I, I know how hard the head coach works grinding in recruiting, and it seems like he's building a staff that has a similar attitude and a bunch of big names that you know, high school players will recognize a lot of these people, and if they don't, their parents surely will. Uh, and you know, Miami ended up, you know, salvaging a good recruiting class for even 2022, despite the staff change. Uh, and 2023, I know they're going to be working tirelessly. Like, what well, as far as like how just how good you think the upcoming class can be? Top five, top ten. What are you expecting for the 2023 recruiting class? Yeah, uh, this could possibly be this 2023 class could possibly be the best recruiting class. Excuse me that that Miami has had 
uh, I don't want to say ever, but maybe since, and just based off of rankings that, that Miami Northwestern recruiting class, where they yeah, brought I was in thinking you know, that too. Eight, or, yeah. eight or nine guys, right? Yeah, that's, yep. that's a class that you can kind of rival it to. Um, and again, it's too early to tell, but if you just go off of rankings and you go off of the players that they're going after, the Cormani McLeans of the world, Jalen Brown, um, you know, Ruben Bain, all these guys that are, that are, you know, big time prospects that, you know, crystal ball is going to go after and that whole entire staff is going to go after. I mean, it's going to be absolutely unbelievable. And it definitely could be a top five class um, in, in 2023. I can definitely see that. And, and it might be Miami's best class ever. Who knows? But uh, again, I, I hate to kind of put that on it because, you know, what if some of those guys don't pan out? You know, there's so many right. things that could happen. But just based off of rankings and, and, and the guys that they are going after, yeah, it definitely could be their best class ever. Well, and also, like, when we look at, and I guess it's easier to look at this with revisionist history, but, you know, some of the classes Miami has had in the t- past 20 years that have underperformed, like that Northwestern class that Randy Shannon brought in, I think it was 2008. Like, and you followed this program as long as I have, if not longer. Um, how, how much of some of these disappointments do you think was just the players not being as good as we thought or just a lack of development? And it's why, like, I, I look at I look at the staff that Cristobal is building, and I expect there's going to be a lot of turnover every year because when you hire coaches this good, they're probably going to be taking promotions at other places from time to time. But still, you're building a world-class staff. So at least maybe, you know, if Miami can get another recruiting class that on paper is similar to the one that they got in 2008, maybe we can develop these guys a little bit better with higher caliber coaches. Well, that's the thing, right, Donna? You're, excuse me. You're going, to, you're going to get that high caliber coaching staff now. And, and, and fans need to be prepared and not feel like they're being let down. Coaches are going to move on. Absolutely. You, you nailed it, right? You get these high-profile coaches, the Charlie Strongs and Kevin Steeles and, you know, even Jamil Adai. Those guys, either they're going to move on or, you know, and get hired, uh, you, know, at a, you know, as a defensive coordinator, as an offensive coordinator, if they're a wide receivers coach. But not only that, like, they, they may get, you know, promoted within as well. And so Mario has a tough task ahead of him because it's going to be very difficult now with – you know, with, with what they're doing uh, from a coaching staff perspective, the, the whole country is on notice. You know, we're not yeah. playing around anymore, right? And, of course, we have to prove it on the field, and I get that. But, um, it, it, like you mentioned, it, it's about performance, you know, getting the best out of these players, de- developing them. But, you know, for all the – you know, for everybody that says stars don't matter, um, I'm going to stop you right there because uh, it, it, <laughs> tell Alabama that, right? Tell, talk to uh, – you know, Georgia about that in Ohio State. Tell me those stars don't matter. Um, stars do matter, but at the same time, you have to be able to develop them. And how do they? How do those teams develop them? They have the best coaching staffs in America, and those guys move on. I mean, how do you get a Bill O'Brien to come from the NFL or to come from a head coaching position? You know, to be the offensive coordinator at Alabama, and he's probably you know, and maybe he's gone or you know, and so on and so forth. It's going to happen, and that's what you have to do, and that's the type of program that you have to be in order to be able to compete with those teams. So you're going to see a lot of turnover per se. And as long as Mario can continue to bring in these high profile coaches, uh, you're going to see a competitive team. You're going to see players uh, develop and you're going to see more W's on the field, which ultimately is what we want to see. Right. 
Yeah, and I certainly think even the first season with this new staff, I think Miami at the very least can be competitive in the ACC. That may not be setting the bar too high, but obviously we haven't had an ACC title even the entire time Miami's been in there. How do you see – who do you think are going to be the top teams in the conference uh, this coming season, Jazz? And and where where do you see Clemson? Do you see them kind of bouncing back from where they were last year or maybe the rebuild uh, and rebuild? They're still, you know, near the top level. But uh, where where do you see Clemson and Miami in that mix next year? Well, yeah, I think it's Clemson and Miami. I think that it's it's got to be those top two teams. I mean, you saw a little bit of a run um, by Wake Forest, and I think they're going to be competitive next year as well. Uh, you know, they lost a couple of guys, but I think that they'll be able to kind of bounce back. They've got a great coach over there also. Um, UNC may be a pretty decent team as well. So you're going to have some competitive teams. But at the end of the day, just based off of what Miami did, there's no possible way that anybody can say this team shouldn't be in the ACC championship game just based off of that coaching staff, uh, bringing back arguably the best quarterback in the in the ACC. Um, I, I mean, you know, I know some people aren't giving him the benefit of the doubt because of what, you know, happened with some of the bigger name quarterbacks last year, like DJ Uyangalele, who's obviously at Clemson. Yep. He's going to have to bounce back as well uh, for them to be successful. They lost their most important coach, if you ask me, and Brent Venables as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of turnover on that staff. Uh, but Dabo Sweeney is still one of the best coaches in college football. I think he's going to be able to write that ship. It's, it, you know, it, it, if you ask me right now, it's, it's Clemson and Miami. Um, and, of course, we all want to see, I hate to say it, but we all want to see Florida State be better, right? It's, it's more Not exciting me. that no, way. I'm good. You know, it's more <laughs> exciting. Come on, Dotto. It's more exciting. <laughs> you, want to see, you want to see it, right? Because right now, it's, I mean, listen, without saying too much, it's, it's pretty sad what's going on over there, it right? So, it really uh, is. And I know we have a smile on our face. I have a smile on my face when I say that, of course. But, I do, too. Um, you know, it, 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 college football is so much fun that way. Um, and, and I think uh, at the end of the day, the ACC is not going to be the strongest conference. Uh, it's going to be very top-heavy with maybe Miami and Clemson and, and the rest kind of following after that. But you might see a team like NC State. They've got a good quarterback over there as well. So, you know, there's some teams that could surprise you, but at the end of the day, I think it's Miami and Clemson. I love it. Jazz Santana does an awesome job. Uh, Five Reasons Sports Network uh, does a stream Wednesday nights with an awesome crew called The Sixth Ring Kane Show. Jazz, thank you so much, man. Uh, have a great show on Wednesday, and we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Donna. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.